Yeah, he got loud with me, like got loud on the phone. Like, well, if your client, I was like, wait, 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 let me explain something to you, sir. I just want I just want you to recognize in this moment, like I let him finish talking, that you're the only one whose blood pressure is going up. You're the only one who's getting loud. And at the end of the day, we you and I have two goals, right? To to provide both of our clients with exceptional service and to help get them to the closing table. And what we're talking about does not does not require that. And I just want to recognize, I want you to recognize that I'm not getting heated with you. I am showing you respect. And if we're going to stay on the phone, you're going to have to do the same to me. Hey friends, I'm Rosemary Lewis, your homegirl, and I'm so excited that you are here. I do not care what it looks like on Instagram or HGTV. This whole being a realtor thing is not for the faint at heart. In 2017, I quit my job as a teacher to follow my real estate dreams and quickly found myself overwhelmed and struggling. Fast forward to today, not only have I been recognized as one of the leaders in our industry, I have actually grown a business that I absolutely love. I don't care if you're a brand new agent trying to figure out how to get started or a veteran feeling overwhelmed and just stuck. I was just like you and I totally get it. Many times I wish there was someone that I could just talk to about all the challenges I was facing. And that is why I created this space just for you. Like best friends do, I'm giving you all the tea related to navigating and thriving in these real estate streets. If I can do it, guess what? That's proof that you can too. Everything's better with friends, so let's succeed together. Welcome to the Real Estate Bestie Podcast. Hey, real estate besties, we are at episode number 30. Look, we are trucking along, y'all. And I just have to tell you that I am so grateful for everyone who is a part of this real estate bestie community. Y'all are the bomb.com. And uh, I want to send a special shout out to everyone. A few months ago, we completed the best year ever boot camp and we had about 40 ladies join us to ensure that they were having their best year ever in real estate. Um, So I just want to give a shout out to everyone who was a part of that process. I am so grateful for you. Um, I'm so grateful to to, to be able to see what y'all are doing in your business because I'm following you on social. And I'm just so encouraged by all of the work that you're putting in to not only have the best year ever, but to show up every single day for your clients. And if you are interested, y'all, I'm telling you, when I do like coaching and courses, it's a whole vibe. And we have some things up in our sleeves for the next couple of months. So if you're interested in just getting on the wait list so that you'll be the first one to know when we launch something new, head on over to rosemarylewis.com forward slash wait list so that we can snag your email address and get you in line for the next time we host something cool. Okay. Now, speaking of cool, well, I guess it's not so cool. Today's topic is, uh, I did an Instagram poll really looking to see, okay, what do the besties want to talk about? And a lot of times when I try to come up with topics, of course, I want to really share with you things that are really happening in real estate, but I want to make sure that it is, it is beneficial for you, right? And this idea came from two ways. One is because there was a young lady um, that I know she actually is a realtor in my brokerage in a different market. And she just sent me a message asking how to deal with 
with difficult agents, whether they are condescending or just not on top of their things or rude. And I actually just had a situation like that on a recent transaction. So you know what? That's what we came up with. Like, how do you deal with a difficult agent when you are in a transaction whether you're representing the buyer or the seller, but the agent on the other side is just a nightmare. Um, Now, y'all know we believe in um, collaboration over competition here. And we definitely don't believe in slandering anyone in our profession because we know that we need each other right in this business. However, you know, however, um, we're not going to be oblivious to the fact that sometimes, you know, people test your gangster. um, They test your professionalism um, and there is a way to handle it. Okay, and the difference about I mean, we all should have a level of professionalism no matter what we encounter. But I believe that when you are representing your own business, when you're representing your clients, there are definitely some things that you need to think about even more deeply and how you approach situations. And I'm just going to share with you just the way that I have learned. Okay, I'm not even about to act like I have always done this well, but things that I have learned um, when I am in a difficult transaction. And I mean, right now I'm saying, you know, if you're working with a difficult agent, but sub, it could be difficult client. It could be difficult um, lender. Like, let's just, everybody just don't, we all don't play nice in the sandbox, okay? Um, And even when you don't play nice in the sandbox or someone's not playing nice with you, that does not (laughs) give us the excuse to act a plum fool. So let me just set this up for you by sharing that I recently had a transaction um, not too long ago. And what I will share is that um, there there were a few points in the transaction that I literally wanted to send this other agent, the Real Estate Bestie podcast, specifically episodes eight and episodes 10, all about what's better than a morning routine, which we talk about night routine and the importance of having a morning routine and just the importance of having just take, taking self-care of yourself because because of the way this agent reacted to some very regular situations. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to say that they were rude, but they were really high strong um, and it was borderline rude. It's like if you I, I know you you probably are not really taking care of yourself because this just ain't that deep. Right. And new realtor Rosemary, when I first came into the business, the way that I would approach um, dealing with someone or interacting with someone like this looked looked very differently than it does now. Like I would like I would match that same high strung out energy and it did not serve me well. And then it spilled over into my family life. It spilled over into my home life. And quite honestly, it's whack. Like I didn't have to live like that. She don't have to live like that. And y'all don't have to live like that. Um, So I just want to share with you a few tips when you find yourself kind of in a high stress situation or dealing with the high stressful um, other side of the business, these are a couple things that I want you to keep in mind. Um, and these are things that I keep in mind. And before I give you the, the five or so tips, I just want to say this, right? Um, oftentimes people, people are so egotistical and I'm speaking about myself. Um, so often we put our like we make ourselves the main character or the focal point of any situation. And sometimes 
you know, somebody's reaction, even if it's directed at us, it may not have anything to do with us. Okay. Does that make sense? I remember I'm taking myself back to my days of teaching. I'm thinking of a little boy. Um, oh my goodness. He's not a little boy anymore. He has to be maybe Lord. I taught him in about 2003 in third grade and it's 2023. So let's just say homie is probably 27, 28 right now. So I'm just going to call him T. T was a child that had so much aggression, right? And it was one of those situations where as a teacher, you know, like you, you all, we would look at our list for next year and have a conversation with the teacher who had that child the previous year. He was that one that it was like, okay, I must have, you know, I must have pulled the 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 bad name out of the hat in order to get this child. However, it was totally different, right? And I approached him totally different because he was, he came into my classroom. He had a lot of aggression. He had a lot of anger. And if I did not know better, I could have made that about me. I could have made that about my teaching style. I could have approached him with that same contempt of energy. And because he was a child, right, it was easy for me to have compassion for him. And what I understood about T is that the way that he behaved was a direct, indirect relation to the things that he was facing on a daily basis. You know, um, not the best home situation, not having all of his basic needs met. And quite honestly, he just didn't feel love. And as his teacher, I had an opportunity to either um, continue that rhetoric, right? Um, continue to add to that story where he does not feel loved and cared for and match his energy with his same energy. Or I had an opportunity to say, you know what? How can I, even though he was a challenging student, how can I meet him with love? And, um, and, and I did meet him with love. And I wish I could tell you that, you know, he was perfect every single day. He wasn't, right? But we developed a bond. We developed a respect that extended far past um, when he was in my classroom. And I just wonder where T is to this day. But um, anywho, that is the same energy that I want you to think about anytime you are dealing with someone who is snappy, who is a little short. Like, yes, some people are just rude, but even rude people are fighting battles that we will never see. So I just wanted to start this by saying, and you know, just it's something about having a heart of compassion. You're not gonna let people walk all over you. And I'm gonna give you some tips about that today, but just really coming from a place of, I don't know, just like they don't know what battles I'm fighting. I don't know what battles they're fighting. And it's come, and this aggression is coming out in this email or in this text message or about this transaction. Like this probably ain't even a real problem, but this is just where they need to, to release. So just wanted to put that out there. Um, but yeah, here are my tips. So first of all, when we are dealing with tough agents, tough situations, the very first tip that I'm going to give you is to take a breath, right? Literally pause. Oftentimes uh, we find ourselves getting overworked because we are so reactive instead of just taking a breath, right? So if someone, you know, the agent that I'm referring to sent me a text message at nine o'clock at night, I could have gotten back with her like sent her a message and all that like girl no I'm asleep I'm turning my phone off because nothing that she was texting about was 
critical in that moment does that make sense but what it would have done in that moment is it would have caused my blood pressure to go up we probably would have had some exchanges that didn't need to be had at that time and it just wasn't worth it right so I took a breath in that moment Um, I decided that I wasn't going to respond because it was not a critical first of all I didn't have a response I gave the girl the response before Um, but it wasn't critical in that moment, right? What it would have done, it, we just would have been throwing around our weight and um, I probably would have gone a bit in a frenzy instead of honoring my night routine like I tell y'all about in episode eight. So take a breath, you know, don't be afraid to take a breath, to step away from the situation, to problem solve, to to come back with some clarity instead of just reacting to what someone says, okay? Then number two, Number two, when you're dealing with these just um, different type of situations, we have to remain the professional Um, and you have to remain the professional, even when the person that you are in conversation or conflict or whatever is, even if they aren't professional, we have to remain professional. Right. Um, And the reason being is that at the end of the day, we have a reputation to uphold. I can think of a situation that I had with a different agent um, some time ago. And he, he he got loud with me, like got loud on the phone. Like, well, if your client, I was like, wait, 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 let me explain something to you, sir. I just want I just want you to recognize in this moment, like I let him finish talking, that you're the only one whose blood pressure is going up. You're the only one who's getting loud. And at the end of the day, we you and I have two goals, right, to to provide both of our clients with exceptional service and to help get them to the closing table. And what we're talking about does not does not require that. And I just want to recognize I want you to recognize that I'm not getting heated with you. I am showing you respect. And if we're going to stay on the phone, you're going to have to do the same to me. Okay, and 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 in that instance, he came down. But even if he wouldn't have come down, I would have had the, you know, the option to hang up if I failed to if I decided I'm not going to participate in that conversation anymore. So remembering to stay professional and I'm with y'all like I grew up on 79th Street in Chicago heart of I mean what you want to call it Auburn Gresham Eaglewood like like we I had two gangs on my corner right so so like I can get with you I know every word in the book I could call you but at the end of the day I have a brand that I have to uphold not only for my client but for my family so People will test you, but it is our job to stay professional. But when you say professional, I do want to say this. That don't mean you're a punk, right? That does not mean that you are going to, again, like I told them, hey, if we're going to stay on this phone, you're going to bring it down. So you do not have to um, take anybody's crap, but... You don't have to um, be step outside of character. Like, that's my thing. That's one thing that I love about Jesus. Y'all know I always bring Jesus into these conversations is that Jesus was around here checking everyone. He still checked me to this day, but he never breaks character. Even when he had to check somebody in the Bible, he always checked them in love. Um, So even where there needed to be correction, it was also done with compassion. So I'm not saying stay professional. You just got to take anything anybody dishes out to you. You decide how you allow people to treat you, but you don't have to 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 make that differential by um, by going there with somebody else. Okay. 
then here's number three to remember in these different difficult um, situations. Y'all make sure that you are referring to the contract and everything that we are talking about is contractual. I'm not arguing with you beyond a contract, right? So that means you have to be ironclad and understand, you know, all of the different addendums, understand all of the amendments, understand all of the different sections, the contingencies, everything that the contract states, that is what I'm going to bring you back to. You know, I can think of a situation um, not too long ago with my team and our buyers um, t- needed to terminate the contract. We terminated the contract and we terminated the contract based on a contractual reason. Um, and that was that this agent, because his clients were stressing him out, th- was calling us crazy, you know, calling us back to back to back, want to call brokers and do all that stuff. And it's like, sir, you can call the broker. You can do all these things. We don't we don't owe you anything outside of what is contractual. But if you don't know the contract, contract, right? And someone tries to test your gangster, right? Then now you just, you, you flailing because we don't understand contract. I'm thinking of another situation where in our state, um, the earnest money has to be delivered to the title company within three days. So I, let's just say we executed a contract on a Tuesday and on Wednesday, my client scheduled the inspection. Well, the listing agent called me and said, um, we're not going to allow them to do the contract until they deliver earnest money to my, which my response was, okay, now what, what, what page of the contract you want? Like, cause, cause that must be page infinity. It doesn't exist. Right. But if I didn't know the contract then I would have gotten all flustered and all that, like, no, ma'am, like uh, we're, we're happy to comply, but what you're asking us to comply to is not contractual. Right. My clients have until Friday to deliver earnest money. And the contract also says the seller needs to give reasonable access for an inspection. So you need to know the contract so that when you are in these critical conversations, that's what I'm gonna call them. Side note, when me and my husband, uh, I don't even call them arguments. Literally, I call them critical conversations. When we're in critical conversations, um, that's just, I, I call it that it feels better than arguing because look, what what's that song? I ain't gonna argue with you. Are you, are you crazy? I'm not gonna argue with you. But in a critical conversation, one of the reasons why I don't have to argue is because we are staying abreast of what the contract says and we are referring to that and that's it, that's all. So refer to the contract. Number four, when you find yourself in these little tizzies with folks, stay respectful, y'all. Um, and when I say stay respectful, not only like I'm, this is a step beyond professional um this the step beyond professional is stay respectful and 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 operate with dignity and even how you speak about the other agents to other people does that make sense um because you just never know so on one hand you never ever know when you may be across negotiating with this agent again right and Though people like we have fiduciary responsibility to, you know, to do what we have to do for our clients and keep their best interest at hand. You can't tell me that some petty agent is not going to present your listing if you snapped on them last time. Like, you just can't tell me that. I can't say it for sure, but I'm just saying like your respect, how respectful you are in your professionalism, it precedes you in situations. And then I'm even going to take it a step further to say sometimes when you show respect to someone who doesn't quite deserve it, 
that's showing like Michelle Obama said, we go when they go low, we go high. And again, this is not to say that you are anybody's punk, but you know, my mama would always say you got to kill them with kindness, right? And show kindness, especially when people don't deserve it. Show, res- extend the same respect that you would hope somebody would extend to you. Now you have you a little outlet system, like you, your homegirl, your homie, your husband, like you have somebody that you can have that conversation with. But in the face of the transaction, show respect because at the end of the day, we are representing our clients. You're representing your brand and it will it will extend far beyond, you know, it will extend far beyond um, even this transaction. And my hope is that even someone that does not see eye to eye with me is that they will have respect for how I have conducted myself in a difficult situation. And I've had conversations even after the fact um, with agents that say, you know what, I appreciated that you did X or or even I've said that I appreciated the way that we approach this. And, and this is something else, y'all. Sometimes everybody don't have real estate bestie. Like that's why you need to go. Let, let's stop right now and forward it to your friends because everyone does not have an outlet where they can have, have honest conversations about the emotionalness of this business. Right. Um, so a lot of agents, feed off of these high emotions of their clients, which their clients rightfully so they're buying, they're selling, they're divorcing, they're having babies. Like anytime we are a part of a real estate transaction, somebody somewhere is going through a life change and life change brings about emotion. And a lot of times other agents are responding, they're reacting to the emotions of their clients, right? Now, and we ain't even gonna talk about the paycheck that's on the line for them, okay? Um, so. I just say all this to say, stay respectful, stay respectful, um, because it will it is it's more than about them. It's about you. It's about your character. And then here's the last thing when you are dealing with um, difficult situations. And honestly, this is one that goes every single day. You need to stay on top of your self-care routines. Um, I'm thinking about you know, just some difficult situations just in general in in life that I've had. If I was not waking up early or going to bed or shutting myself down, giving my mind time to rest and my mind was just going, 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 going because I haven't taken care of me or when I haven't taken care of me, that's when I am on edge. That's when the small that's when I I don't seek out solutions with clarity that's when I am just being reactive instead of proactive so especially like sometimes you know even when you when you hit offer you accept it you have a good inkling on how this is gonna go um so make sure that you're not missing you know your bible time in the morning when you gotta send that shoot that email off right after make sure that you are taking your baths and going for your walks outside getting vitamin d you know drinking your water doing all these things to take care of you because the better you take care of you, the more prepared you are going to be to be a problem solver, a solution based person than to being reactive and meeting this difficult person head to head, toe to toe. So this may sound like such a simple thing, but this is why we have the routines of taking care of ourselves, of having a night routine, of having a morning routine, because once we are in that 
constant rhythm and constant cadence, then we are not as frazzled like other people are when when things just don't go exactly as planned. So definitely, definitely, definitely make sure that you do those things. So quickly to recap, (laughs) when you are dealing with a difficult person inside or on the other side of the transaction, first, you want to make sure you take a breath, take a pause. You don't have to react right away. We're going to keep it professional and and then we're going to make sure that we are referring to the contract. We're keeping it contractual. You are going to stay respectful. OK, um, even if they don't deserve the, the respect, we are going to stay respectful. Why? Because we respect ourselves enough not to make somebody have us break character. And then finally, you're staying on top of your self-care routines so that your mindset, your body, your mental stability is prime and ready for anything that will come to you in any day. Now, if any part of this episode resonated with you, look, I'm probably going to have to listen to it myself because again, 79th Street, born and raised. I was I was on 79th Street a long way longer than I've been in um, Texas selling houses. <laughs> so um, sometimes you just have to remind yourself who you are and whose you are and operate accordingly um, when you out in these real estate streets. So if this re- if this episode resonated with you at all, if you could do me a favor, y'all leave a five star review like type. It, it will take you like two seconds. Well, maybe maybe a little more than two seconds, but you know what I'm saying? Just leave a couple of words. And the reason being is that um, in this podcasting space, just like in the real estate space, reviews are everything. Reviews let the podcast people know that we are actually building an amazing community over here. Um, and it just gets it gets this messaging in front of the right people, the right real estate besties that need to hear it. So you sharing it means everything. And again, I have some fun things coming down the pipeline. So hop on over to rosemarylewis.com forward slash waitlist to make sure that you get on the waitlist and you'll be the first ones to know when we do a, a, a pop-up q or a Zoom meeting or a course or a challenge, I want to make sure you know about it. Okay. Talk to you soon, besties. Bye, y'all. If you enjoyed this episode and you have a real life bestie that you think it would resonate with, y'all do me a favor. Go ahead and hit that share button because you know what? We are better together. Make sure you share the podcast and I appreciate your reviews. I appreciate you giving me five stars more than you know. I'll talk to you next week. Okay, besties, have you heard? We have a private Facebook group. Yay! Look, cue the confetti because we are over here growing the real estate bestie community with our Facebook group. So I want you to hop on over to rosemarylewis.com forward slash Facebook so that you can join it because guess what? That's what we're missing. We are missing you and we are waiting and welcoming you with open arms. So let's talk about what you can get. We are going to develop relationships with other peers in the industry. We're going to support and encourage each other and give valuable resources, just a sounding board where we can grow our businesses together. So again, head on over to rosemarylewis.com forward slash Facebook and get in the real estate bestie community today.